Attention timeshare owners. This is an urgent consumer alert from the Timeshare Exit Hotline, a national company specializing in helping consumers legally get out of their expensive timeshare contracts. We're offering you a way to legally get rid of your timeshare. So if you're fed up with the maintenance fees that keep on coming and want to learn if you can terminate your timeshare legally and permanently, call today. Even if you've tried before and were unsuccessful in getting rid of your timeshare, call today and see if we can help. We offer a complete 100% unconditional client satisfaction guarantee. Make this completely free call and learn how we can help you legally put an end to your timeshare nightmare once and for all. You have nothing to lose, so call right now to qualify and receive a free consultation. 800-880-7167. 800-880-7167. That's 800-880-7167. Paid for by Airtime Media. Live from San Francisco on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network, you are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with your hosts, Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi. Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's get it on! How's it going, everybody? Brian Alvarez here on Wrestling Observer Live. We are here every day, Monday through Friday, noon Pacific, 3 Eastern, Sunday, 3 Pacific, 6 Eastern. Well, it's Wednesday on this show. You know how we say it's Wednesday on this show? You know what that means? It is interesting that I say that all the time, but, like, we never know what anything means. Because normally we know what Wednesday means, but that's not what it means today. Normally Wednesday means we're going to talk about some, uh, like NXT ratings, but we're not going to get them because show buzz is down. We do have raw ratings, however. Normally on Wednesday, we're going to preview AEW tonight, but we're not going to because there is no AEW tonight. Normally on Wednesday, I open up the phone lines for a bunch of blokes on, on Twitch. Not today. Today, I will open up the phone lines for John Moxley. He will be our guest today. And normally when we do have a guest on Wednesday, I uh, get that guest on in the final segment of the show. Not today. Not today. John Moxley coming on at 20 minutes after the top of the hour. Two full segments with John Moxley. Talking the AW pay-per-view this weekend. His new book. He's about to become a father. He's about to become a father and maybe also wrestle Nick Gage. These two things may not be mutually exclusive. But he will be on the program today. We'll talk about NXT briefly. A lot of news to get into before we get to John Moxley. NXT last night, a horrific Raw rating, which was, I guess, expected. It's going up against the NBA, so it was going to get killed. But boy, did it ever get killed. We'll tell you about that. And uh, Cod is back. Thank God he's all right. And El Desperado, COVID-19, that's not good. But uh, uh, he has been dealing with symptoms, and uh, hopefully he's going to be doing better here. Uh, he did thank the staff and nurses in Tokyo, so it sounds like he may have been hospitalized, but we'll tell you about that here in a moment, and uh, so much more. So a lot to get into. Yes, I can confirm that Mike Sempervivi is ready to go today. We'll talk to him and more after the break. Wrestling Observer Live. Anyone? 
someone who builds, remodels, or repairs for a living, we know the way you work has changed. That's why Lowe's is committing today to build new ways to keep you working tomorrow. We are proud to introduce the new Lowe's for Pros job site, powered by Stream, an augmented video chat tool, so you can be there for your customers without actually being there. And the cost to use? Try it free through October 31st at lowesforpros.com slash proloyalty. Just one of the reasons why Lowe's is the new home for pros. Services subject to stream terms, Lowe's loyalty membership required, more terms apply. If you owe the IRS back taxes, don't worry, there's a bright side. The experts at brightsidetaxrelief.com will protect you from having your wages garnished, money deducted from your bank account, and your home or business seized. Brightsidetaxrelief.com will fight the IRS and negotiate to reduce or eliminate the amount you owe. Visit brightsidetaxrelief.com or call 800-730-4313. That's 800-730-4313. The consultation is free. Go to brightsidetaxrelief.com now. I'm Ron Barr. All my life I've been active, playing tennis, pickup basketball, cycling, and swimming. But let me tell you, as I've gotten older, my body now tells me when enough is enough, and I've done too much. Did you know 100 million Americans suffer from ongoing pain due to aging, exercise, overexertion, and the effects of everyday living? I want to recommend Relief Factor to you. Relief Factor can help all those body parts that are hurting, sore, such as neck and shoulder, back, hip, or knee, or just general muscle aches and pains. Here's what I recommend. Go to relieffactor.com to find out more. And Relief Factor has something special for the Sports Byline USA Network listeners. You can get their three-week quick start program for just $19.95. That's only 95 cents a day. So give them a call at 800-500-8384. That's 800-500-8384. Or check it out at relieffactor.com. My doctor prescribed me Viagra. It wasn't covered by my insurance, so it was costing me like $65 a pill. That's expensive. Over 20 million guys like us use Viagra. Over a certain age, we just need it. I found a way to pay less than $3 a pill and get virtually the same effect of the $65 pill. I heard an ad just like this on the radio called, and for $99, I got 40 generic versions of the $65 pill. Save yourself money and call right now and get over 40 pills for $99. There's no embarrassment here to use Viagra. If we're over 50, we need it, but not at high prices. Call now with your credit card and get the 40 pill special for just $99. 800-399-3691. That's 800-399-3691. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. John Moxley on in the next segment, about 20 after. We've got a lot of news to get into into that uh, up to that point, 10 minutes here. Uh, so very quickly, Mike, uh, glad to see you're alive today. Thank you very much. I, I know how much you were... You were worried about that. Uh, yeah, actually, you, you weren't worried about that at all. But, uh, I, you know, I told you I didn't want to talk about Raw. And apparently uh, God, Mother Nature, and Father Time were all on my side. You should be disgusted. Me, you know why you should be disgusted, Mike? You sleep. What's you know that? why? Because why? because your son is taking responsibility for you sleeping through the show yesterday here on the Twitch chat. That ain't that kid's fault. That's your fault. 
That, that's him trying to deflect attention from some of the other things he should be in trouble for right now. But that that doesn't have anything to do with this program. So that child should be going to do some schoolwork right now instead of uh, sitting here uh, gallivanting about in the nah, Twitch chat. He deserves an hour break every day. Listening to I, did, I, I thought knowledge. I did, too. That's why I slept through yesterday. Dude, this guy didn't wake up everybody until five hours after the show aired. So he didn't know he didn't just sleep through the show. He slept through the show and then for another five hours on top of that. Like you said, let's talk about this news. Not my fault. God and Mother Nature. All right. A couple of now. And I said, okay. a couple of big things here. There was the uh, there was the NXT show last night. We can do some brief thoughts on that, man. That NXT show last night, like we'll get ratings at some point, but. (laughs) I went on our board last night, and I liked the NXT show. I thought it was a good show. There was a few. There were some good matches. The main event was an excellent match. The Pete Dunne match was great. The uh, Cameron Grimes thing with Ted DiBiase was a lot of fun. I go on our board one page. Ooh, like back in the day when when people cared more about Raw than they do now, the Raw thread alone would be like eighty nine pages. I go up in the NXT thread; it's one page. Nobody cared about this show. Obviously, there's there's a lot of competition with uh, the NBA, and there was here on on Monday as well. Raw, listen to this, everybody. And uh, you know, some people, you know, you like to pick your sides and say crazy stuff. But bro, this Raw rating is going head to head with the NBA. I mean, I I knew, I had a feeling watching the show that that third hour in particular was going to die a death because they. They had they had a, a women's tag team championship match advertised. A match, by the way, that we've seen three times in two weeks. So, like, who could possibly care? And it was one of those raw shows where they had this they had this idea that like we can't advertise this for the third hour because like no one's going to stick around for it. So the alternative is don't even mention what the main event is and hope that people forget and they like stick around to the end. So, like, it was like a total secret. I'm watching the third hour thinking, what is the main event of this show? And then finally we find out that it's the women's tag team match. That hour died. 1.66 million in the first hour, which what that tells you is it wasn't even like people tuned in and thought the show was bad and turned the show off. It was like no one tuned in at the beginning. 1.66 million first hour, 1.67 million second hour, 1.5 Four million viewers in the third hour. 1.62 million average, a .45 in 18 to 49, among the lowest numbers in show history in both categories, obviously down due to the NBA playoffs. The 18 to 49 was the second lowest in the history of the show, with only an 0.41 for the December 14, 2020 show being lower. For total viewers, it was it was the fourth lowest in history. Record low is the same December 14th show, which did 1.53 million viewers, going up against a massive NFL game. Viewers were down 10.9% from last week. 18 to 49 was down 6.3%. First to third hour drop. I mean, here's the good news. The first to third hour drop was on the low end. But, like, it was on the low end because no one started the show. Of course it's on the low end when nobody tuned in early. And then the SmackDown show ended up averaging 1.93 million viewers, which was up 0.9% from the previous week, but still 
the only time that SmackDown has dropped below 2 million viewers since moving to the Thunderdome were the last two weeks. So wrestling is cold right now because of the NBA. You know, the Dynamite number on Friday is going to die. The NXT show, it's going to die. Uh, but at some point when the NBA is uh, wrapped up, things are going to start to grow again. And then Raw will be killed going head-to-head with the NFL. But I don't know if there's anything you want to add here, Mike, but those are the numbers. That's uh, Raw is the fourth best show every week. Uh, NXT, unfortunately, we'll see if the numbers do tonight. They haven't been doing all that well. Uh, unfortunately for them, because I think they put on a much better product for sure in two hours than, than Raw does in three, but... This is not hot right now, and they had nothing. Even as the main event is going on, it's like if you didn't realize or it didn't feel like you were at the three-hour mark or close to it at that point, it didn't even feel like the main event, and they go off the air, and it's like, and no offense to Shayna Baszler because I love Shayna Baszler, but it was like, did that feel like Raw going off the air? Did that feel like that was that important? Did that feel like that was a hot thing to turn in for next week? No, no, but you the know key, her and Reggie. The no. key, Mike. The key, Mike, that you're missing here, is that it, this was not supposed to be. I mean, it was. It was about Reginald and Shayna, but what it's actually about is Alexa Bliss, who they see yes. as a big time main, event. main eventer. She wasn't on the show, but like the magic, the fire. This is an Alexa Bliss storyline. That's why the show ended with it, even though she wasn't actually on the show. And isn't it mystifying that, like, after all of this stuff with Bray Wyatt in the position that Bray Wyatt and his character are in right now, that it's like, it must be Bray Wyatt's fault. Let's let's switch him out. Alexa Bliss doing the exact same thing. Well, that's going to be, that's good stuff, pal. What? <laughs> you know, I mean, so I, I unless, are people more gravitated Towards the female version of Bray Wyatt, there's been no, uh, there's been any, there any proof of that. You know, why would you think it's going to go better this time when you had Randy Orton before not being able to save the thing? What do you think? Tamina's going to save it. Shane's going to save it. Nia's going to come on. We're we're doing the same thing on the female side, and it's just it seems like there is no. What is the the plan? What is the exit strategy? What is the main goal of any of this stuff? I don't know. It's painful. But I got news, everybody. The new commentator, the new lead commentator on Monday Night Raw. Jimmy Smith. Get out of here. Nope. Let me tell you something. That on paper is great because Jimmy Smith is great. And I know there have been people that have been really for that. And I, he's going to do a infinitely better job than, than Adnan did. And I, you know, again, Adnan was put into an impossible situation and nothing will be worse than him, unfortunately. But, well, I will say one thing. Let me say one thing. Him being neutered. That's the only thing I worry about is how does he respond? How does he, how can he be Jimmy Smith in that environment with that guy yelling in his ear? We'll find out. What I'm going to say is that the word is, make of this what you will, Michael Cole thinks he's great. Thinks Jimmy Smith is great? Yes. We'll see hey. what that means to viewers who do not think that Michael Cole is great. Well, so we'll see how he does. He will He will almost assuredly do better than uh, Adnan Verk because uh, yeah. he watches wrestling, unlike yes. Adnan Verk. 
That's and I think the banter is going to be better with, with Corey and Byron. And I tell you, they were that was an amazing part about Raw on Monday night is they, I mean, they had nothing in the tank. You tell the announcers had nothing in the tank. And Corey Graves is being asked to do yeoman's work to try to carry that show and do multiple jobs at once. And it didn't work. And anything is going to be better than the combination that they had. And Jimmy Smith's got a lot of experience in this field. So he's going to be an immediate step up. We'll have to see how it goes because, again, a lot of great people have been put in that chair and have not been able to handle what has been coming out of the headset or been able to function in that whole environment. All right, uh, very quickly here. You guys can go to the front page of WrestlingObserver.com if you want to read more about Jimmy Smith, but I just want to mention before we go to the break here that Desperado, COVID-19, unbelievable back pain, muscle joint pain, high fever, most dizziness he's ever had, a terrible cough, and he was in the hospital. That's bad. Okada returned in his suit, so he's okay. He says the next time we see him, he'll be in his gear. Back in a moment, John Moxley, Wrestling Observer Live. I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I, I never wanted to start using. I, I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I, I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-338-6906. 800-338-6906. That's 800-338-6906. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. Are you 60 plus and love to travel? Introducing the Senior Travel Discount Network, brought to you by Low Cost Airlines. Call us anytime, day or night, and save up to 75% on your airline and hotel reservations. We can help you save a ton of money to fly almost anywhere. We have inside discounts on over 500 airlines and 500,000 hotels worldwide. And when you call and mention the discount code 60 plus, we'll give you an extra free night with your qualified air and hotel reservation. Now you can get the best prices on air and hotel reservations with your phone. We make it easy and fast for you to save money and book a trip. Remember, call the Senior Travel Discount Network. Mention the discount code 60 plus for your free hotel night with your qualified reservation. Call now. 800-493-6118. 800-493-6118. That's 800-493-6118. At 28, I had struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. I did and said things that the sober me never would have done. One day I realized I was not invincible. I was not exempt. And that's when a friend told me about elite rehab placement. They gave me the tools I needed to get sober. And all it took was the one phone call. 
Elite Rehab can help you start to break your addiction problem and get sober in as little as seven days. And we'll work with your insurance provider to help cover the costs. Plus, we have travel assistance programs to get you here by plane or train. Make this free call right now to learn more. 800-403-5912 That's 800-403-5912 You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. Very happy today to be joined by John Moxley. How's life over there, John? Pretty good, man. Just doing some media today, plugging some pay-per-views and so forth, you know. Getting you know, stuff done. I, uh, I've watched uh, uh, most of your career, in fact, and... Uh, you know, rarely did I ever think, you know, me and John Moxley have got some stuff in common. But uh, amazingly, in 2021, I mean, we're going to bond on this program about your, your, uh, you're now an author. We both hate Zoom. Uh, both, uh, you're about to be a father. It's crazy the way that, that things change here. So let's get started with fatherhood. I mean, you're, is it June 11th your child is due? Yeah, I mean, she's, uh, that would be, yeah, that's like the official date, but, you know, I've heard people two weeks before, two weeks after, I, so, basically, it's, it could come at any moment, it could be coming right now, like, it could come during the show, like, it's that, like, I don't know, but hopefully, uh, hopefully it goes fully to, to term and everything, yeah, so, uh, yeah, it's pretty, uh, it's weird, man, it is a weird time. She's walking around pointing his belly at me. It's like a giant loaded missile. Explode oh. at any moment. Is is it ever? Like, oh, Jesus. Now, it's now tense. Did she, it's tense. Has she had any, what are the oddest urges? Has she had any odd food urges? Obviously, she's got the cookbook and, and all this sort of stuff. Has she had this sort of weird thing that she has made you run Dude, out Dude, she ate the book. And, <laughs> she would. But, yeah, uh, peanut butter, man. Lots of peanut butter. Oh, yes. It's not like we're, yeah, we're just restocking peanut butter. Like, it's ridiculous. There's none, none but peanut butter. You could, she could make some fancy dinner and be like, oh, I'm going to make this. Because she's like, oh, I have to cook something. And I'm like, I don't, I'm like, why are you going to bother with all your preheating and putting this stuff out hours beforehand and letting it marinate? But he's like, you know, you're just going to stare at it and decide you want a peanut butter sandwich. Because you're like, you're crazy because you're pregnant and there's hormones and, so I was like, the way, you know, it, it, no matter what, like, our plans are, she'll always end up eating, like, peanut butter sandwich or, like, cereal or whatever. So I'm cool with whatever, you know. So You know, it's, it's funny. Pretty, uh, I, I, was, wild. I was thinking about this because we're going to talk about your book here in a moment. But uh, I'm sure that you, you, uh, you've you been working very hard, obviously. You're writing the book yourself. And then, obviously, once you write the book, then they've got to do all of the editing, and then you've got to pick all of the pictures. And it's like, there's so much to do in putting a book together. And when it's finally done, and they're like, there's nothing more for you to do, there's like this huge feeling of relief, and there's like all of this time that you have back, because you've been spending so much time on the book. And I was thinking, man, he's going to be so happy when he just finds he has all this time again. But then you're going to have a child, and all that time is gone again. You're not going to get no. that free time. 
Dude, all the timing was so bad. Like, having a... Cause, dude, writing a book is hard, man. And like you said, I wrote every single word of this. I couldn't stomach the thought of a ghostwriter, like, putting words in my mouth or whatever. So if I was like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do it, which I didn't even want to do it. And then I was like, once I'm committed, now I'm gonna, it's going to be good. So uh, it, it's an incredible... It, it's one of the most mentally and emotionally draining things that I've ever done. I knew it was going to be a lot of hours. I knew it was going to be like, okay, this is going to take a long time to sit down and type all this stuff and write it all down and all this and craft it in my mind or whatever. But I didn't realize like how draining, how draining it would really be, especially like when you, uh, oh, and I guess my point is also, so it demands an incredible amount of your time and attention, but also a pregnant wife demands an incredible amount of your time and attention. Yes. So having those two things at the same time pulling against each other when you're like, I got to get some work done. Because you can't just say, I'm going to sit down for two hours and write a thousand words. Because it doesn't work like that. You might stare at the screen and nothing might come out. Or you might get in a zone. And what, if you get a flow going, you got to keep it going. You got to drop everything you're doing and just stay in the zone. At least that's how it was for me anyway. You know, I've never written anything before. but uh, So it was, it was really cool. But uh, yeah, just the uh, the... Especially, like, going into, like, it was way more emotionally and mentally exhausting than I had planned. And when you, you just to, to go back to these places and, like, you, you got to really get in the mindset of where you were. It's much like doing a promo. Like, I kind of figured, learning to write, I've never written anything in my life. I've not, I didn't even graduate high school. Like, I have no skills uh, officially. I'm, just, I'm self-taught with everything, right? I have, like, a fourth-grade-level math education, you know. But I'm pretty good with words. Another thing to bond over. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, so it's almost like learning a new instrument, like cutting a promo or thinking of a promo in your head is one thing. And it's kind of like that. It's just it was the longest promo I've ever written in my life. It was like a m promo that was months and months long instead of – or a bunch of different promos that were took days or weeks at a time as opposed to two minutes. And like I don't write stuff down because then I feel locked into something. And if I write it down – then it's something that I can potentially forget. I'd, I'd like to just have it all kind of in my head loosely and then just spit it how it comes out naturally. So, like, it was a different kind of skill set to put its words on paper and tell a story. But kind of it's all kind of the same kind of the same skill set. It's kind of just like learning a new instrument, like switching from bass guitar to guitar or something. And once I started to pick it up and kind of learn, kind of develop, like, a, I dare say, like a writing style, then I kind of started to get into it and it started to be fun. And, uh, like at first I was not into the idea of an autobiography. I was like, no, thank you. It almost felt like a little like pretentious. So I was just like, nobody needs to read like my life story. It's not even that interesting. I'm just a wrestler. Like I'm not a former president or anything. Like we don't need my memoirs. Okay. Like nobody needs to read that. And just the thought of like, all these books are like these linear stories. Like I was born here. And then this happened, and then this happened, and then this happened, and now it's today. And that was not interesting or inspiring to me at all. But once I started kind of thinking about, okay, well, if I was going to do it, maybe I would do something like this. Uh, and the thought of creating, like, a piece of artwork, like a singular piece of work, that was intriguing to me. And I, when I first started doing it, I was kind of looking at this book, Willie Nelson has a couple of books called like, he's got one called Roll Me Up and Smoke Me When I Die or The Tao of Willie. 
which they're very light, easy, fun reads. They're short. They're not, uh, they're just kind of tell some stories and kind of some life Willie Nelson lessons, philosophies and jokes. And you kind of just get a sense of what it's like to hang out with Willie Nelson. It's not very, it's not to be taken very seriously. That's kind of how I originally pictured it. Just a very, very fun, light kind of thing. I was like, I could maybe do something like that. That could be fun. So a lot of stuff that's in there from the early days of writing is very, very fun and light and just plain stupid and just like, just for fun. Like just easy, not serious writing. Then as we got into like the meteor chunks and stuff, it's like, well, if I'm going to sell this, I've got to put it all into context. If I'm going to go into it, I got to really go into it. So then, then it became much more of an autobiographical thing than I had anticipated. And then about halfway through, I started getting kind of a vision for what it would be. And then it, then it started to get exciting that I almost kind of picture it like, uh, like an album or a record, like with an opening track and a ballad and up and down and everything and a close. And it, uh, it will encompass kind of everything for everything from my earliest memories of wrestling to things that happened as recently as a couple of weeks ago. So it's like all over the map. And, uh, you know, to go back to, and like if I'm going to cut a promo, you know, I need to get, if I'm thinking of one, whether it's the night before or the day before or a week before or an hour before, I have to mentally get in the headspace that this is real and this is where I'm at. Now, so to go, to get in the headspace of going back to these places over a decade ago or a decade ago where, where life was different and you were in a different situation and things weren't the same as they are now, like getting into that headspace was like really emotionally and mentally challenging. So I'm very proud of, you know, what I've, what I've put together, you know, it's, and I, I will say that it's definitely, I can't say it's any better than any other book. I can say with certainty it's completely different than any of the wrestling books that you will read. Now, we got about uh, two minutes here, but very quickly, you mentioned it being draining. And I've heard a million interviews with you over the years. And whenever you talk about your pre-wrestling life, you've always been pretty vague about it. Like, you know, you you suggested things and things, difficulties and that sort of thing, but you never really went in depth in it. And in this book, you do. And was this the first time that you ever told some of these stories? And was that one of the draining aspects of going back and writing about this stuff? Yeah, and uh, to that was kind of another rule of mine was to try to avoid just recapping stuff that happened on TV. Like at this pay-per-view, I wrestled so-and-so, and then I won this belt, and then I wrestled this person the next pay-per-view. People already saw that on TV. It already happened. So, like, I'm not giving you any new information. You can see that on – you can see that, right? You already saw it. So it was important for me to make sure that m- most everything was completely new information that – stories that nobody's ever heard before or if it's about a subject that did play out on tv because obviously i talk about stuff that happened on tv but you're seeing it from my perspective from a different perspective from like the very inside baseball kind of uh perspective so there's no just really recapping of just events that happen on tv so like everything very important that everything be new information as much as possible so there'll be a ton of stuff that nobody's ever heard before. All right, we're going to head to a break here in just a moment. And when we come back, we'll talk more about the book. And then obviously this weekend, we have got the pay-per-view. And we'll talk about the matches uh, on the show and those that you were involved in as well. So stick around, everybody. Back in a moment, Observer Live.
What do you want a daughter? What do you want a daughter? I have not a daughter. What is that? We could switch to progress in a daughter. Oh yeah. We could switch to progress on some. Okay. We could saw enough to buy some za. Oh yeah. Let's switch to progress at a daughter and get some za with the money we saw. Yeah. Now we know we're gonna da da. These days, nothing is normal and everything is weird. But you could still save big when you switch to Progressive. It might just be the most normal thing you da da da. Quote da da at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates. Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time. Time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-215-6812. 800-215-6812. That's 800-215-6812. Come on, you watch the news. Be prepared to pay more taxes. Then if you owe back taxes or haven't filed in a few years, get ready. The IRS, the largest collection agency in the world, will be coming after you. With the power to collect taxes by any means they want to. Hey, they can freeze your bank account, your passport, even padlock your business. Oh, good times. Look, if the IRS claims you owe them 5000 or more in back taxes and they're coming after you, don't panic. Call my friends at Get a Tax Lawyer first. Their job is to negotiate with the IRS and save you money. They're experts at it. That's all they do. And you can trust them. In some cases, they have reduced a $50,000 tax bill to less than $1,000. If you owe the IRS $5,000 or more in back taxes, call now for a free consultation. Call 800-732-9635. 800-732-9635. That's 800-732-9635. Having your own home is awesome, but it's also a lot of work. The good news? Finding help for your projects is easier than ever. Introducing Angie, the app that puts all your home care needs at your fingertips. Need a pro to fix that emergency leak? Maybe find someone to build a deck or even set your seasonal tasks on autopilot. Angie can handle all that and more. Expert pros, hundreds of home projects, clear pricing, and the easiest way to book and pay in seconds. This is Angie, your home for everything home. Download the app today. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. John Moxley is joining us here today. And we had a fella here in the chat that wants me to tell you that uh, the meet and greet with you and Eddie sold out faster than anybody else. Add that to your resume. I, I, I would assume that would, would be the case. That's right. So your book, and we'll talk a little bit more about this because uh, a lot of times, you know, people will read a book and they'll say, man, I could hear you saying that in your voice. And if ever there was a book where you can hear some a man's voice as you read this book, it is your book. 
Uh, this is, like you said, it's basically like you cutting a promo. I mean, if you try to imagine, what do I imagine a John Moxley book reading like? I mean, that's what this book is. It's just like, I don't want to say it's a stream of consciousness, but it kind of is a stream of consciousness, some of these chapters. I don't know how it's going to be after they edit it, but it's you talking to the reader about various things that occurred in your lifetime. And did they give you any sort of, hey, do it like this or do it like this? Or was it sort of, write this book, give it to us, and we'll do what we can do? No, yeah, it was, it was whatever you want, whatever you want it to be. Like, this is completely independent of any, uh, independent of AEW or WWE or any company, or this is just me. There's, there's no other. There's no company line to tow, or there's no any not anybody to appease or anything like it's it's whatever. Uh, and even like talking to the editor and stuff, like you know they he they'll put in like periods and commas and stuff like that. But like it's made very clear that like words don't get put in my mouth. Like this, and I was like, it's gonna look dirty. It's gonna look terrible because it's gonna be like how I talk. Like I. I once I started kind of figuring this out, I was just like, okay, I'm going to write the way I would talk. Even when I put like, if I say like, oh yeah, I like wrestling and crap. See, I'm on the radio and I know I can't cuss because I'm a professional. Right? So say I would say like, uh, uh, you know, I like wrestling stuff and crap. That's how I would say it. So I'll write it like that. Even though that looks terrible. But that's how I would say it. So it's like, it's, I very much wrote it with like, how would I read it if this were an audiobook? So I wanted to sound exactly like me. So it's very, it, you've hit it on the head. It's a very stream of consciousness. Like, there's some stuff where I'm like, what am I even talking about? I'm just like, but once you get on a roll, you're going all over the place. So I'm like, okay, just keep going and see what's up. And then there are like other times where you're like, I'm three, four hours deep in this. I'm on the porch. I'm like slamming beers and like chewing nicotine gum and trying to stay awake. And I'm like, I'm almost there. I almost got it. I just want, I get, and then you see like, oh, I got it. This is the closing line that brings us all together. And it's kind of like when you come up with a really cool idea for like a line in a promo or what I imagine like writing a song would be like, uh, where you're like, boom, that's it. And you're like, gone. And you write and you're like, oh man, that rules. Like, so it's pretty satisfying like that. To, like I said, it's kind of like learning a new skill or whatever. So it's, but it's very, it's very much in my voice. Uh, nobody's going to screw with me at all as far as like editing and, so forth like it's gonna look raw and gonna look dirty uh literary critics will hate it that's fine it's not for them it's for wrestling fans uh you know i wanted to i want to write it like for the wrestling fan that's another thing that annoys me about some books is like when they go too out of their way to explain stuff like i don't want to like i don't want to waste any time going anyway i work for this company called wwe they're the biggest company in the world they are owned by vince mcmahon Started in 1963 by Jess McMahon. Like, we don't need all that. We, we know what WWE is. If I'm talking about Vince McMahon, I can just say Vince. Like, 99% of the people reading it are going to know exactly what I'm talking about. So, like, I got to figure that out halfway where I'm like, I'm, I don't want to waste any time, like, explaining what terms mean. Like, if I say hard way or something like that or uh, kayfabe or work or shoot or, you know, like, I just, at some point I just said, like, screw all these, like, we're not going to, we're just going to write it way I explained it to him, I was like, it's like you didn't know anything about pro wrestling, but one night you hung out at a party and you got drunk and did a bunch of coke with these wrestlers. And they were all sitting around in a circle talking to each other and they were using these terms and talking about 
what you draw last night. There was 20,000 people, KFA, Hardway, all the, you know, and they're just talking about it like you were just a fly on the wall, but you get to hang out with them. And then the next day you'd be like, dude, it was cool. I was hanging out with these wrestlers. They were talking about all this wrestling stuff. It was awesome. So you get to see, so you feel like, I want it to feel like you're like part of the locker room or like you're in the ring. You know, as opposed to like talking down to you, like you've never heard of who Hulk Hogan was or something like that. Uh, now I don't want to, yeah, yeah, I don't want to spoil the book here. And actually, I can't spoil the book because I haven't read it from start to finish in order. But the impression I've been given is that when you started writing this book, you didn't necessarily know, like, how you were going to end the book. But then circumstances, I believe, arose, and you ended up having a perfect ending. Is that right? Yeah, I like the I mean, but it's kind of like uh, the story's still going, though. Sure. Know? But uh, a perfect so conclusion to this book. Like, uh, yeah, I'm very proud of the the way it ended. ended up just, like, perfect in hindsight. But it was, it was stumbled into it. But uh, I can't spoil anything. But the cool thing is it's kind of like it's still going because it's, uh, it's just kind of like you're along with me on the highway of, like, all these, cra- all these crazy pit stops along the way. And the book ends, and we fill up the car, and we get back on the highway, and we go. So, like, there could be, you know, maybe there'll be a sequel. If nobody likes this book, then there won't be. Or maybe I don't have anything else to say. I don't know. But uh, definitely, the whole thing will kind of come full circle and encompass. And it's it's kind of funny that you kind of learn about, when you go back and look at stuff, you kind of learn more about yourself, too. And you realize, like, how you got here. And you kind of learn more about your own experiences. We go like, oh, yeah, well, that happened when I was 12, and then that happened when I was 22, and then it happened when I was 30, and I reacted the same way every single time. So you, like, almost learn more about yourself. And, uh, like, this definitely isn't, like, a book where where there's, like, a definitive point where everything changes. Like, oh, I went and found Jesus, and then everything is cool now. I used to be an asshole, but now I'm cool. There's none of that. This is, I started this way, and there are, you mature and evolve and whatever, but I'm basically the same person. You just kind of see how you grow through life and learn along the way and make mistakes and everything. It's very unapologetic. If anybody gets buried in the book, it's me. You know, I don't, I don't really care. And it, like, you, I'm the kind of guy. If you were like, oh, you're acting like you're some big shot author now, but like, I got a Polaroid of you smoking crack out of a stripper's butt from 2008. I'd be like, yeah, sure, that happened. Big deal. Give me the Polaroid. Put it on Twitter. I don't care. Like, who cares? Like, I did that. You know, or whatever. So We've all been if there. I was unapologetic about who I am before this book, now that I've kind of gone through it and been like, I feel like I even know myself a little better. Now I'm 10 times more unapologetic about who I am as a person. It's coming weekend. We've got the AW pay-per-view and uh, it is you and Eddie Kingston versus the young bucks. In some ways, a battle of authors here for the AW tag team titles. Their books came out last year, their book, the young bucks. And uh, you've, of course, as noted, I mean, this baby could come at any time. So all we can do is hope that uh, this match goes off as planned this coming weekend. Any thoughts on the match? You got a lot on your mind. Yeah, well, uh, yeah, uh, it's it's almost like I'm still kind of in shell shock. I'm kind of coming up from air from the whole thing. Just like, oh, what the hell just happened? I've been like, I have a nose to the grindstone for so long. I'm like, come back to reality. So now it's a nice change of pace to be like, okay, let's do some wrestling. Let's just focus on we got a tag team match with one of the best tag teams in the world, and I got a great partner. I've been blessed with some good tag team partners over the years. Uh, Sammy Callahan, obviously the Shield, 
and now I got Eddie Kingston, who's my best friend in business. So like, and it's so much fun. Like we just like getting to work with them is like, it's not even work. It's just like, especially promos and stuff. Like we just show up to the spot where they tell us there's going to be a camera and we just start riffing and whatever they get, they get. They keep telling me that the real money is going to be in like the, the outtake footage of just me and Eddie riffing for an hour. And then stuff that they just refuse to put on TV. But, like, the crew guys and everybody in the room is cracking up. And they're like, they could release, like, a four-disc DVD of the outtakes. You know, so, like, that's just pure fun. It's not even, like, work, you know? So, you actually, you did a promo last week. And it was, like, right in the middle of this promo, there was a very obvious edit. It was, like, it was, it was one camera. Like, it was clearly something happened that they decided they had to take out. Do you remember what that was? Oh, no, we were probably there for 20 minutes. We probably walked up to the spot, talked to each other for 20 minutes, er, laughed with each other or whatever, and then, like, walked off, and they just got whatever they got, you know? And it's it's so much fun. It's so effortless. Because that's how me and him are in real life. Like, when I seen him, when he came to AEW on the first night, I hadn't actually seen him in years. Because, you know, you get on two different roads and two different paths in this business. Sometimes you just don't see people for a long time. And there's some people in life that, like, you know, you see them, after you were friends with them in, like, a different time. And then you see them again, now they have kids and this and that, or they're, and they're different, and he's just not the same anymore. But him, like, 30 seconds after seeing him, it was like, it was like I'd seen him yesterday. It was like we just picked up right where we left off. Like, nothing changed. He was the same, I was the same. And I was like, man, I feel like I saw you, like, last week. But I hadn't even seen you in years, you know? So that's just how we are in real life. And in a ring we have the same kind of mentality. We're like, okay, this is, especially when we get together and kind of feed off each other's aggression and anger and so forth, that our mentality as a tag team, the matches we've had on Dark and uh, played a great match on uh, Dynamite against the Acclaimed, who's who a great team. I like working with them a lot. I work with them any day of the week. I think they're going to be uh, like a top-level team. So, like, that was fun. But, you know, we go out there. It's like, to us, this is a fist fight outside it's 2.30 in the morning, the bar is closed, and somebody's been talking trash, and they're going to get their teeth knocked out of the throat. Somebody's getting a, somebody's getting a steel toe boot right in the jaw. And, like, the cops are going to come and sort it out, and it is what it is, but, like, something's got to go down. That's kind of our uh, general flow as a team in the ring, which is very different from the Young Bucks, who are very smooth and athletic and so forth. So that's going to be a nice juxtaposition of styles, and we're going to be trying to bash their heads in, and they're going to be doing the things that they do. We've been invited to a super kick party. So I've been working on my super kick. So I'm not, I guess that's what I'm supposed to do. So I'm going to be out there throwing left and right super kicks every which way. And, you know, they're going to be beautiful and graceful. And it's just going to be, I'm going to be a super kicking machine. Well, I hope you've been training by, by watching Pride, old Pride tapes, uh, because your super kick, I'd like to see be a soccer kick to those guys, and I'm sure Eddie could oh. deliver a couple of those as well. You know, you guys teaming up together, you know, for, for people in the locker room, for people that have known Eddie for a long time, there are a lot of fans that have just said, why can't people see this promo? Why can't people see the connection he has with a lot of other real people and, and really put this guy on, give him a chance? It took this long to do it. Does it feel good for you and the people that have worked with this guy for so long that now this guy's getting his roses? Oh, 100%. Uh, also, real quick, I was totally kidding. I'm not throwing any super kicks because nobody <laughs> needs to see that. If you've ever seen somebody try to roller skate drunk, that's what it would look like. If I tried to throw a super kick, nobody needs to see that. But, yeah, uh, 
Eddie for me, he as soon as the thing is he's never had like a full time schedule where he's out in front of thousands and thousands of people every week on national TV. As soon as we start touring again and getting big crowds back again, we're gonna have big crowds this weekend. He's gonna be so over in front of live people. He's gonna be so beloved in all these talented and markets he's never even been to, and it's gonna blow his mind. I can't wait to see it because I'm gonna be standing right there, and that all that uh, all that work will have paid off in spades, uh, you know, in the eleventh hour, you know, and uh, to just hang in there for that long and grind it out for that long, it's finally like it's coming. All these rewards are now rushing to him. It's like such a great thing to see, you know, because you can't you can't win in the eleventh hour if you quit in the tenth hour and. Uh, it's just a great like lesson for people and it's just such a feel good story and just to, just to have him just to be like I was going out there with Eugene Nagata and just to have Eddie hey, by my it. side Sorry. next to me yeah, pumping that. me up he was more pumped up than I was it's, it's just fun to have your friend out there with you yes hold that thought back in a moment everybody wrestling observer live have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a hundred years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorns Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. Do you own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income, and it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now, 
That's 800-760-1845. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. If you head to my Twitter right now, at Brian Alvarez, link to John Moxley's new book, and Renee's book has been out for about a week now, so you can head up there and check that out as well, her cookbook. And, John, we got about 90 seconds here, so let's get some plugs in. AW, your book, whatever you want. Yeah, obviously, remember, Dynamite is on Friday this week. Uh, I almost forgot that. Went to the airport yesterday, so uh, don't be ashamed of yourself. But uh, I'm telling you right now, it's on Friday, so Friday night, uh, Make sure you catch Dynamite, the go-home show for, for Double or Nothing. Marked two years since AEW uh, came on the map, and uh, it's been a hell of a hell of a two-year ride. Me and Eddie Kingston are going to squash these young bucks like a couple of grapes, pop their heads like a couple of watermelons, stomp all over them, make some wine out of it. Then we're going to drink the wine and go get all messed up, and then we're going to celebrate with our tag team championships. Uh, and definitely pre-order this book, uh, this book called Mox. That's a bunch of nonsense. I apologize for... Uh, trying to get you to read it, but uh, hopefully wrestling fans enjoy it. You know, it's it's about my love of wrestling and it's for the wrestling fan. And hopefully, it's the kind of book that you read and be like, man, I'm gonna go watch some wrestling because wrestling's awesome. You know, it's what we all are here for while we're gathered on this radio show today. You know, it's the thing we love. That's why we're gonna be there on Sunday to watch uh, another great AEW pay per view like we always put on. And uh, yeah, man, it's uh good time to be a wrestling fan you know the world's turning around so let's all get together this weekend and watch some wrestling man yep check it out this weekend the aw pay-per-view will of course be plugging here on the show there's a lot of stuff to talk about and uh john want to thank you for doing the show here today and uh best of luck with a lot of things the book the pay-per-view new child all sorts of great things coming up for you so thanks again and of course thanks everybody for listening mike as always callers and listeners everybody in the studio we'll talk to you next time wrestling observer live